Hey, thanks so much for being here. This is My City Church, and this is our podcast. We hope you are inspired to love God, love people, and lead in life. Enjoy the message. Well, good evening and welcome to Christmas Spectacular here at My City Church at the Ralston Arena. I'm so glad that you guys are here with us this evening. I got a great word for you guys today, but before we jump in, I wanna take a moment and highlight that stuff the truck that we just showed you, give you some specific numbers. We were able to partner with over 300 children in need, and we were able to give over 650 quality presents to those that normally would not have Christmas presents this year. And so that's what the hands and feet of Jesus can do. Each and every week, each and every year, your faithful giving is making a bigger impact than you know. And you may think it's just a little, but there's a child that's gonna get a Christmas present this week because God's people decided to be his hands and his feet and decided to be the light into a city that is full of darkness and turmoil. We are the answer to the world. We are the light to the world. When everyone else is running and hiding, God's church is gonna shine brighter than ever because his people say yes. And I felt like the Holy Spirit told me, hey, this is all great. I want you to be prepared for next year. Next year, expect to double what you've done this year. And so I want, as your church, it doesn't just mean like, oh, we just, I give twice as much. No, 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 no. Maybe it just means we bring twice as many people along in the journey with us. Amen. And watch what God can do as people say yes and they're available to him. But I'm excited what God has for you uh, today. Also, I want to share from you the word of Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6. And it reads, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Got a great word to share with you guys today in this Christmas message. And if you're taking notes in here, write this down, this topic, come and see. Come and see. Are you guys ready for the word today? Amen. Let's pray. God, I thank you for your word. It is true. God, I pray that it would, it would separate our hearts, God, that it would speak to us this evening. God, whatever anyone's coming in here with, God, you know. I pray that any kind of burden, any kind of difficulty, hardship, turmoil, whatever's going on in their heart of hearts, their mind's eye, God, I pray that they would be able to turn it over to you, God, that they could give it to you, God, you who make all things new. God, you who carried our sicknesses, bore our diseases, God, and took restlessness to give us peace. Prince of peace, King of kings. Come here this evening, God. Transform our hearts. Speak to us. God, we know you're a good father, and we're excited, and we're expectant for what you have for us this evening. And so right now, to show our expectation, just open up your hands, church, and say these words after me. Say, Lord, speak to me. I'm listening. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Come on, put your hands together for the word of God this evening. I'm excited for this Christmas message that I'm gonna be sharing with you today. And I wanna share with you just a few different types of people that were seeking Jesus shortly after he was born. The first group of people that I wanna highlight this evening are the shepherds. Many of us know them as that they were out on the hillside when, when Mary gave birth to Jesus, an angel appeared to them. And then they came and they saw Jesus as, as an infant. And we pick up in Luke chapter two, verse eight. This is the shepherds. If it's coming up, if it doesn't come up, that's fine. There we go. 
This is Luke chapter two, verse eight. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. I want you to highlight that part, keeping watch over their flocks. That means that they were looking. They were looking for something. They were watching. Now, a shepherd isn't all just fine and dandy. You don't just take care of the sheep. You gotta watch the things that are going after the sheep, especially at night where the coyotes and the wolves come out to try to take the sheep. So they were up and they were eager and they were looking out to protect their sheep. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I don't know what you're afraid of or terrified of this evening or what you're going, what's going on in your life, but I feel like the word of God for you today is do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. said to them, do not be afraid. I'll bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. It's weird. I, I want to take a, a, a little caveat here that in the midst of their, 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 their turmoil, their restlessness, God just brings peace. I believe that's what he's here to do in your life. He's here to speak peace. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're carrying, no matter what you're thinking, he's here to speak peace that surpasses. It doesn't make think I just dropped this I don't need it I've always wanted to but they say these things are expensive and I drop them then they get mad at me and you know anyways hey let's keep going verse 12 it says this will be a sign to you you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest of heavens and on earth peace to those in whom his favor rests. That's you tonight. Peace to you, his favor rests on you. This will be a sign to you. I love that the angels are saying, this will be a sign to you. I wanted to call this message the significance of signs. A signs that God gives. God gives each and every one of us signs that are pointing to Jesus. Throughout our entire lives, if we just took a moment to reflect we could see that there were signs that were pointing to our lives, what Jesus was speaking into us, what Jesus was calling out. The sign that God gives you is seen though, when you look for it. Because you can go through life and ignore all the signs that God has given you, because you're not keeping your eyes out and you're not watching. Verse 15, when the angels had left them and had gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem. They responded to the sign. See this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Let's go and see this thing that's happened, they said. The response we all get to make tonight. In your life, you all have a choice to respond to the signs that God has given you. What is your response to the things that God is saying? What is your response to the things that you see 
and you hear about God. Understand that the response that you make determines the fruit that will come from the seed that is planted. Because God is planting, he's scattering seeds. And you have a choice, a response to make. Verse 17. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned and glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. But there was another group of people that visited Jesus shortly after he was born. We got the shepherds, and you all know it from your nativity scene. Who were the other people that were a part of that, that show? The, the wise men, the magi, the magi, however you pronounce it. The wise men, the three kings. We three kings of glory. And we don't really know if they were there right after Jesus was born. Actually, many scholars believe that it was several months after Jesus was born. And we find this story in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judah, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw... We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. They saw the star because they were looking for it. It's amazing what you see when you look for it. It's amazing what you find when you look for it. When you're looking for the signs, it's amazing what you see when you look for it. Just like the shepherds who were watching over their flock, the Magi were looking. They were not looking for the Messiah. But when the Messiah gave them a sign, they followed the sign. God has given you a sign. He's been giving you a sign your entire life. The Magi responded to the sign with curiosity and they sought to go find out what this sign meant. Next verse. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them, where the Messiah was to be born. And I want you to remember this part for later. The, 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 the chief priests res respond, in Bethlehem in Judah, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Remember that. The priests and the scribes knew where the Messiah was going to be born. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. He did not go himself. He told them to go and then tell him what they found. There is a response that you have to make to the sign that God gives you. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. That's the response. When you re respond to the sign, you find out something that is worth giving your worship to. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. I want to take a moment to highlight the reason why they saw the star again 
many astronomers and scholars believe that what they found was a culmination of Judah, or sorry, Jupiter and Saturn coming together to create one bright sky, one bright quote unquote star in the sky. And in 7 BC, this happened. It happened three times. It happened in the month of May, the month of October, and the month of December. That's why they could see it. They responded to the first sign. They kept going towards the second sign. And on the third sign, they found what they were looking for. See, the shepherds are very lowly people. They were actually pretty much despised back in that day. They were considered kind of the outcasts of the land. When they came to Jesus, what did they bring? They brought nothing, and they still found him. The Magi, wise men, many consider them the kings of the east. They brought gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Can I tell you, it doesn't matter what you have to give Jesus in the physical sense because they still found him. Doesn't matter your financial status, doesn't matter what you do for a living, doesn't matter where you come from, what you did, what you did yesterday, what you did this morning, doesn't matter. You come to Jesus, you will find him if you respond to the sign. It's not about what you bring. It's about what you do in response to the call, come and see. Come and see. But I wanna take a moment. There was a third person that was looking for Jesus. The shepherds found him, the magi found him, Later on, King Herod was looking for Jesus. King Herod was looking for Jesus for his own ambitions. He was insecure. And he actually wanted to put Jesus to death because he was scared that it would threaten his throne, his rule. But what I found is that that is also, we can also implicate that into our lives, not so much as putting Jesus to death, but serving and finding Jesus for our own means. See, Herod wasn't looking for a sign he heard the news and responded with an inquiry and not to the invitation to come and see Jesus for himself. Maybe he was too busy, maybe he had all sorts of things going on in his life, too important to waste time with something so trivial, too busy to know when God was trying to get his attention, or he's too caught up in his own life and miss what was happening around him. I can play this part all the time. See, Herod did not respond to the news, the sign that was given him and he missed Jesus, even when he tried to seek him for his own means. But I find that as you go to seek Jesus for your own means, you will miss him. And this is another thing that I wanna highlight. I thought there was only three people that were really searching for Jesus. You know, it was the shepherds, it was the magi, and it was King Herod. But there was another group, the scribes and the Pharisees. They were looking for Jesus, but they weren't looking for Jesus. You see, they knew where the Messiah would come from. They knew where the Messiah would be found. We talked about that in Bethlehem. They knew where they would find Jesus, but they weren't looking for Jesus, so they missed Jesus. They knew where to find him in that church. They knew where to find him. I just get away and pray, and I can find Jesus. They knew where to find him. You can be in a dangerous place when you know where to find Jesus, but you do not seek Jesus. You will miss him. In your life, Jesus has been giving you signs. He's saying, come on, seek me. Well, I know, I know I'll find him when I go to church. I know I'll find him when I pray. I know I'll find him. But if you know where to find him and you do not seek him, you will miss him when he comes. See, transformation is available to you when you seek Jesus, not just for what he can give, 
but for who he is. Now, if you're going through it and you're saying, I just really need Jesus, he's here, he's available, he's ready. He's here to give you peace that surpasses understanding. He's here to restore your soul. He's here to give you rest. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. Come to him, come and see. What I'm giving you today is an invitation to a person that transformed my life. This is the gospel that while we were still sinners, Christ came and died for us. That even when we are the worst of sinners, Christ died for us, why? To restore relationship to him. That Father, Jesus came, born of a Virgin Mary, to die on a cross, to pay for our sins, which we would not be able to achieve Jesus by our own means and our own merit. So he paid the price that we could not pay to give us the gift that we did not deserve. And I want you to understand that the, the, the shepherds and the magi both responded to what they saw. And you have a choice to respond to the sign that God gives you. And if you just took a moment, took a moment to remember, took a moment that God has been knocking on the door of your heart your entire life. And some of you, you're all right with God. And some of you know when you drift. I drift all the time. Times I forget to pray. Times I feel like, man, I'm just not leading my wife like I should. I'm just not leading my family like I should, like I know I should. And I tell you, no better day to come back to Jesus. No better time than right now. Not just in a message. Every time you feel, one thing that transformed my life is when I didn't have to work myself up to come back to God. But I knew that the whole time that I was walking away from him, he was right behind me. So all I had to do was just turn around and I found him right there. See, God is speaking to you today to respond to what you see to receive what you cannot achieve. And if you're looking for Jesus, it doesn't matter where you're at, your background, it doesn't matter your financial status, whether you're a shepherd, magi, maybe before you used to hate Jesus and you got dragged into this church, kind of like Jason here, who was sitting, he didn't get dragged, he got invited. By the way, you never know what's on the other side of your invitation. You never know, there could be someone's eternity based off a conversation that you choose to have. Well, if God really loves them, then he'll make a way for them to come. Yeah, but he wants to use you. He wants to use you every day, every conversation that you have. You don't know the seeds that you're planting. Well, I didn't see them come to church. I didn't see them accept Jesus. Yeah, you planted a seed. God's saying, hey, that's all right. I'll make it grow. Thanks for giving me something to work with. So right now, I want you to know, though, that God is speaking to you, and God has been showing you signs your entire life. If you just took a moment to close your eyes and reflect, that moment that he was there with you in your darkest time, whether it be your room, that long car ride that you take to Grand Island, <laughs> that long drive that you take just to decompress, the Holy Spirit's like, I'm here. I'm here with you. Those long walks you take, God's been there all along. And you have a moment right now to respond to the sign that you see you see the stars, I'm watching over the flock. If you're looking for Jesus, you will find him and you will see him. So I just want you to take a moment, I want you to stand to your feet and we're gonna go back into a song and I want you to take a moment to remember all the times that God has been faithful to you even when you haven't been faithful to him 
And he's giving you an invitation today. He's saying, come and see. Come and see this life that I have for you that is truly life. Thank you so much for listening today. And we wanna give a special thank you to those that give so generously to My City Church. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you would like to give today, please hit the link in the description or go to our website at mycitychurch.cc forward slash give. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please hit the subscribe button and share it on all of your social media. We love you so much. We'll see you next week. God bless.